Welcome to the So Verve Lounge, a podcast for modern entrepreneurs that focuses on digital marketing ecosystems for small businesses. Join your host, CEO and marketing director, Stephanie Rubio, as she brings you marketing tips with a shot of Cafe Con Dulce. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. My name is Stephanie Rubio. I am the CEO and marketing director here at So Verve Marketing Group bringing you another episode. I'm so excited to have you today. And it is almost 2020. If you are listening to this episode, we are literally a day away from 2020. And while I don't always like to do date specific podcast episodes, I felt it very necessary because of just the significance of 2020, not only the significance for the year, everyone's talking about 2020 vision, having clear vision, and then also just the start of a new decade and what that means for you and your business. So this isn't really going to be a lot on marketing as it is on just business ownership, small business ownership, entrepreneurship, and just some of the things that I have done this past quarter, these past two quarters really, in order to get my business ready for the new year, the new decade, and just give things a little bit of a fresh start, fresh squeeze, if you will. So I want to share with you a little bit of an article that I had read. And this article came from Business Insider. And it talked a lot back when the recession hit um, a couple of years ago. And what a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs were doing to really recession proof their business. Now, what on the street is, is that the US will more than likely avoid a recession in 2020, which is amazing and wonderful. But it's always safe to look at some of these parameters before we go into the new year, each year to kind of keep things aligned and really maintain recession proof in your business, right? Because we never know what could happen. This is the same as having a little nest egg or having six months to a year worth of savings to cover for any expenses should anything happen to um, either or a family breadwinner, right? Or if you're someone that is ahead of your household, this is important because it keeps you from making rash decisions. It keeps you sane, really, and allows you to make better decisions on what your moves are going to be like next. Because we never want to make those decisions abruptly, and we never want to make those uh, decisions um, on the harsh, if you will. So One of the things that I wanted to share with you really was the tips that I have for how you're going to prepare for the new year, the new decade in your business. And if you want to consider this a recession proof, the suburb way, then you can absolutely. But really, these tips can be applied to any situation. If you're someone that's experiencing a slowdown in sales and you really feel like you need to get back on track, or if you've taken a little bit of a hiatus sabbatical from your business in any way, or if you are someone who's just looking to you know, freshen things up in your business. This is um, 
a checklist, if you will, of a couple of things that you really should consider. Now, we're not really going to go into a lot of the finances because that is um, a little bit of a deeper conversation. And I really believe that finances and business as a small business owner is really rooted in your own personal beliefs of personal finance as well. So I'll just kind of grace through this a little bit. But I will say that if you're someone who has a hard time saving, if you're someone who has a hard time saying no, or you are someone who has a hard time managing finances, managing debt, then this is going to be an issue also in your business. Make no mistake of that. So as far as finances, taxes, and that, we will leave that to accountants, CPA, and tax professionals, right? So, but really just to kind of, like I said, just to kind of graze over it, definitely look into the the business finances, look at expenses, look at income, and then start from there. There's a lot more that goes into that, that um, I would always advise that you you know, have a conversation with a tax professional and an accountant to sort of get that squared away. But that is really where you really want to start is you really want to look at sales, you really want to look at income, and you really want to look at any kind of debt that the business may have. So a lot of these things are conversations, like I said, that you're going to have with another professional. But it's definitely one of the first starting points that you want to look at. The second thing that you really want to consider is whether or not you want to continue marketing. And my, obviously as a marketer, I'm going to tell anyone one of the best ways to recession proof your business or one of the best ways to ensure that you're going to continue to have a lot of success is that you do not stop marketing. You have a great client roster. You don't start marketing. You've done amazing in sales. You're coming right off of Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You're coming right off of the holiday sales. Um, and you do not want to slow down at this point. It's one of the things that I see clients do the most. January hits and there's just the enthusiasm that they had going into Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Just they're, they're burned out. They're burned out from the holidays. They're burned out from shipping uh, product. They're burnt out from dealing with um, any kind of tech issues with fulfillments or they're just, it's a lot. It's a lot to kind of handle as a business owner. And I get it. I understand. But the last thing you want to do is say, okay, we're, we're going to kind of slow things down a little bit. The posting schedules are going to stop and things of this nature. This is quite the opposite because you can become very forgettable very quickly if you had a very successful December, late November, and then going into January, if you just kind of slow things down, it's easy to be forgettable. So you do not want to slow down at all. The second thing that I would say that you really want to look at is take a look at your mission, vision, and values, and you want to parallel that very closely with your team, your leadership team, your employees, your staff members, subcontractors, and you really want to make sure that the mission, vision, and the values of the business and the brand are echoed throughout the training process, through the hiring process, and through the management of these team members, all right? So whether, again, it's someone that you have brought on, that you have hired, or if it's someone that you subcontract, 
you really want to take a look at your mission, vision, and the values of your business. And if not only that person, these things resonate with them, within that person, but you really want to look at how you go about training these individuals and how this resonates with them in the work that they're doing for you and the work that they may be doing for clients if you're a service-based business provider. So you really want to look at all of that. And for me, I think it's really important, especially if you're looking at kind of getting a tight grip on your business and ensuring that there's no leaks anywhere, ensuring that there's no gaps that can cause future problems. Again, we're using the phrase recession proof, but this could be something that you just do on an annual basis as a review, if you will. It's important because here's what ends up happening. When we lose sight of our vision, when we lose sight of our mission and our values in our businesses, we start maybe hiring, training team members that don't really see the vision. And then you have a lot of internal issues, whether, I mean, it could be a slew of things that could happen, right? It's kind of like any relationship. When two people, for example, are not communicating properly and don't have common goals, a common purpose, and again, a common vision, then you end up with a lot of other issues that you don't necessarily want to have. So taking that into account and taking that into consideration is very important. And really looking at at not only that initial training, but continuous training and having that really set in stone and, and really looking at how is it that you're training a team and how you're keeping them motivating and keeping them, um, you know, continuing to flourish in their role and in, in, in how they partake in your business. I think one of the most undervalued assets a business can have is their team. And I, and I know I talk a lot about team. I, I, I always share anecdotes about my own team as I have learned to not only build the right team for my business, but the right team for my clients. I always go back to saying that the successes that I may have as an entrepreneur, I, um, I owe it to the people around me, and that's really the team. And I think it's important to understand that you can do solopreneurship for so long. Once you really want to start scaling your business, you're going to have to bring on uh, team members. So that's why, in my opinion, undervalued, and it's really, really important to maintain good, healthy, happy relationships with your team, but then ensuring that they understand the mission, vision, and values of the business. Now, Something to kind of add to that, and this is going to be specifically for my service-based business owners, is let's look at how the mission, vision, and values of your business correlate to the clients that you have on roster. Because what ends up happening too, I notice that a lot of us who are small business owners that are service-based or B2B, we end up bringing on clients that may not necessarily be aligned with our overall purpose, our overall goals, um, especially the goals that are going to promote scalability in our business. So when we're looking at things like the vision of the company, the mission of the company, you really also want to kind of tie that into the type of clients that you're bringing on. If there's clients that do not align with that purpose, that's the, this is now, you know, obviously a good time to really start looking at at 
who you're going to keep on board, who you're going to off board because they just don't fit. And that's very important as well. That's some, one of the things that I think a lot of people miss, miss that kind of step when they're looking at preparing for the new year. Obviously, a lot of us deal with contracts. A lot of us deal with agreements. So, you know, you want to maintain these, these things specifically. If these are legal documents. You want to maintain, um, that that good healthy relationship with someone if you're especially if you're under contract with them but as soon as you're able to if it's somebody that doesn't fit you really want to look into possibly offboarding that person and again that could be the same thing for a team member or a subcontractor that just no longer aligns with where it is that you're planning on going moving forward okay The second thing is, or the third thing I should say, is to really double down on the things that are working. Double down on the services, the products that you sell that are those staples that are working for you, but then not only that are working for you, and again, for service-based businesses, If it's something that a service that you're providing a client and you know that this is providing them a return on their investment, you know that this is working just because you do something and you do it maybe okay or well, that does not mean that you need to be doing it. So if there's something in your menu of services that you're providing a client and you excel at this. You are, you could do it with your eyes closed. You know it top to bottom. You are an expert at this. People know you to be an expert at this. This is the one service that you need to be double double downing on. Like you really need to look at it and you need to say, okay, this is what I'm going to be marketing. This is going to be what I'm going to be feeding my pipeline with as the four in, you know, in the forefront while I build around it. Okay. Whether that be upsells or downsells, um, there's always a staple piece in the middle that is just the constant in a business, especially if it's something that you enjoy doing. It, it makes it even that much like sweeter. If it's something that you love and that you just crave to do. I mean, there's certain services that we provide here in the agency that I do not, um, outsource at all. That's those are things that I do. I enjoy doing them. I love doing them myself. And I don't foresee me handing these things off to anybody in the near future because I love doing it. And the same thing could be said for you. If there's something in your business that you absolutely love to do, hands down, you know, and it's working for you and it's a great return for your client, then just keep doing that. Don't don't be doing things that you don't enjoy doing that are not even if it's something that you can outsource just because you can outsource it doesn't mean that you as a business you you should be doing that okay so keep those things in mind and then one of the other things that i also think is important and this kind of goes along the lines of that second piece that we talked about is searching for the right opportunities to uh, feed your sales funnel. So if you're someone and if you listen to the last episode where I talked about what we're not going to do in 2020, and one of those um, points was 
the email list. We're not not going to feed our email list. We're not going to be playing these games with email. Like, do we need it? Do we not need it? Every time Instagram goes down, everybody heads over to Twitter and makes a post about this is why we need emails. We just need an email list, period, right? This is a staple. We know we need it. So what you really want to do is r- look at creative ways in order to feed, continue to feed your sales pipeline um, and in order to get creative with your sales funnel. Nothing is going to um, be better for you in your business in a situation where you are proofing that against any kind of issues that may arise, whether it be with your industry, whether it be um, on a national scale, um, especially here in the US. Again, there's conversations of us not even having to go through a recession in 2020, but you just want to kind of do these type of reviews because they help you get ready for anything, no matter what. Even if you're someone who wants to ensure that you have, you know, a, a, a well-established sales funnel with a great offer and a great service and product that you know, hands down, you're amazing at, that you can provide a slew of reviews that anyone can just go to any of your clients, pick up the phone, give them a call, and you know that the review is going to be stellar. These are things that you want to do. You never know what could happen. Anything could happen. Um, You know, somehow you're taken down for a week, two weeks, three weeks, and you can't perform in your business. You want to make sure that you have things aligned to kind of assist you along the way. Again, if if you're out of the office for two, three weeks, and you have team members that are doing work for you, you want to know that they are following suit. Okay, that they're following suit, they're getting things done, and they're not going to go radio silent on you. The same thing with clients, you want to know that you may be out of the office, but you want to know that payments are being made on time, that they're handling their end of the bargain, if you will, their end of the responsibilities that are contractual between the two of you. All of these things you want to maintain um, properly. So having this process and having kind of these things um, you know, checked out, if you will, before the new year. So important. You know, a lot of people, like I said, a lot of people just worry, oh, tax season is coming. Yes. And that's why I touched base on that the first thing, because that's really a huge piece for January, right? Getting all of those taxes done. But you also want to ensure that there are the other areas of your business that um, that are not just surface level things, you know, of course you want to clean out your, your email list. Of course you want to clean out, um, and do a, a kind of like a once over spring cleaning, if you will, of your social media. Of course you want to do the same thing with your website and your blog. And these are surface level things. Really, when you really think about it, you really want to look into how am I, um, now that it's a brand new year, how is my mission, vision, and values? How are they still um, in alignment with the goals that I have for this year, the goals that I have in the next three, five, or seven years? Like you really want to start really thinking about these things um, specifically between now and, you know, you didn't have a lot of time maybe to do them in December or November, even October. No problem. You still have time. It's still early. It's still early in the year. If you're listening to this podcast already in 2020, you still have time. This isn't something that you you may even want to wait to do um, at the end of the year. You could do it at any time, but definitely do it. Definitely go through the checklist. There's only five items that you really want to look into 
into. And um, a lot of them, of course, they're going to have a ton of subset items, specifically that financial piece, right? But the point is that you're taking time in each of these sections and you're really going through things and you're really determining where the health of your business is at. Um, It's like an annual checklist, if you were, or a checkup, annual checkup um, of your business. Okay, so I hope that you enjoyed this episode a little longer than normal, but... We may be already, depending, like I said, when you're listening to this podcast episode, already in 2020. So we'll commemorate it that way. Thank you so much for spending your morning with me. As always, if you have any questions, please reach me at hello at silver.com. You can also find us on social at underscore silver. That's S-O-V-E-R. Yeah.